Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. We are not dicking around today. We are going over step-by-step the process of the fastest way guaranteed to make over $100,000 on top of your W-2 job, on top of what you're doing today, okay? Welcome to the Action Academy Podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Choose to do what you want. What you want. With who you want. With who you want. When you want. When you want. With another episode today. Now, here's your host, Brian Lubin. Welcome back to the Action Academy, or welcome to the Action Academy for anybody that's a brand new listener. My name is Brian Lubin, and my job in life is to get you rich, happy, successful, and free with a capital F with this episode today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. We are not digging around today. We are going over step-by-step the process of the fastest way guaranteed to make over $100,000 on top of your W-2 job, on top of what you're doing today, okay? So sit tight. Let's get to it. Over the next 10 to 15 minutes, I'm going to give you guys the step-by-step strategy to pull this off. But here's the thing. You need to actually take action on it. You need to implement what I'm talking about. And that's a process. And that requires accountability, community, consistency. If you're liking in any or all of these departments, I have the community for you. I have the answer. If you like what I'm talking about in today's show and you want to implement it right now today, you say, Brian, this is the freaking episode. I'm changing my life. Show description, Action Academy, theactionacademy.co. Book a call. Let's talk about it. Get it? Got it? Good. Sweet. Let's get into the episode. First and foremost, we need to make some definitions clear. All right. So you have financial independence. Okay. Then you have financial independence, retire early. That's FIRE, F-I-R-E. That's the acronym they use. They have 30 different acronyms in that community for anybody that wants to nerd out on that type of stuff. But key emphasis on retire early. Okay. What do we need to retire early? We need some freaking cash flow. Okay. We need some freaking income. I am not the podcast host. This is not the podcast that's going to tell you to live off of $20,000 per year, eat rice and beans, not go on vacation with your family. This is not that show, okay? I want you guys to make a bunch of money. I want you guys to make an obnoxious amount of money, so much so that not only can you do literally anything that you feel like doing, but you can also donate generously. If you want to build a freaking village in Africa, you can pay for the entire freaking village, okay? If you want to take your entire family to Disney for three weeks, you can do it, all right? So let's go ahead and establish that this is not a financial independence strategy. This is a financial independence retire early strategy. This is a cash flow strategy to get as much income into your pocket as humanly possible. Okay. That's the focus of today's show. My philosophy in life, my core philosophy, people come to me and ask all the time, if I have $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, they say, what do I invest in, Brian? Where should I put it? What stock? Should I do Bitcoin? Should I do crypto? I don't think you should do any of that. I think all of your disposable income should go directly into Building income-producing skills. Alex Hormozzi talks about this all the time, and I am so obsessed with his message on this because I am right there in the same boat. Index funds are not your answer. 
Buying one rental property per year is not your answer. That is not going to get you out of your job within 12 months, six months, okay? It's just not going to happen. If I would have stuck to my original strategy of buying one house per year or doing multifamily investing to generate $25,000 a month of passive income, I still wouldn't be financially independent, retired early. I wouldn't have gone and traveled around the world. What I did was I built a freaking online business, okay? I created an agency model, essentially, that printed cash flow so that I could go and do what I wanted anywhere in the world. I think this is the answer, okay? Now, the principles that we talk about here shortly can be applied into real estate, can be applied into each individual asset in crevice of real estate investing. But we're talking about the macro theories here and the actual strategy behind the cash flow, okay? So right now, if you're in your car on the way to work, on the way back from work at the gym on lunch break, and you can't take notes on this, I would recommend re-listening to this episode later that day so that you can take notes and write down all this stuff so you can actually implement it today. So the title of this episode is How to Generate $100,000 Plus in the Easiest and Fastest Way Possible on Top of Your W-2. The first thing that we are going to do is find a problem to solve. Okay, I'll repeat that. We're going to find a problem to solve. We're not going to create a solution. We're not pulling a solution out of our ass like every entrepreneur does and shove it down the throats of people that don't even have the problem, okay? Where people are going and building up these websites, buying the LLC names, buying the domains for this solution that they've created. And they work in secret on this thing for months and months. And then they release it to the public. They release the course, the coaching, the mastermind, the product, the service. Nobody wants it because the problem was never there. So how do we identify a good problem for us to solve? And then step two is going to be how the hell do we solve it? So let's talk about the problem first. Then we'll talk about the solution. Here's how you find a problem. You follow the money. Okay, I'll repeat that. Follow the money. You follow the revenue flow in businesses and we look for sticky points. We look for problems that hinder revenue. We're not going to be cute. We're not going to be sexy. We're not going to create some magical technology or a groundbreaking app or service. We're going to solve a problem that directly hinders revenue in an existing company or business or industry. If you haven't already, I would highly recommend going and listening to a couple of the episodes from last week. I would listen to Carrie Smith, the founder of Big Ass Fans, who literally, he solved two problems. One was cost efficiency of cooling an industrial facility, and two, the comfort and safety of the workers, because he was able to keep them cooler and more productive while simultaneously saving the company's money. So it was a no-brainer. He started with the problem, and he really knew his customer. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at the customer journey for SMBs, small to medium-sized businesses, all right? We're not going to go Fortune 500 or anything sexy, like I said, just mom and pop up and down the street businesses. We're going to look at a customer journey. All right, so what would that look like? How does that lead get in the door? How does that lead convert into a customer? And how do they maintain and retain the customer for the highest possible LTV, lifetime value? All right, those are the three big questions that all business owners are answering, or at least attempting to. A cheat code to doing all of this is figuring out something that's already in your zone of genius or adjacent to it. So if you are working in the automotive industry and you already have expertise in that industry or manufacturing, industrial, then you can work adjacent to this with your agency business and be able to do something where you already have some domain expertise, all right? Let me give you guys a perfect, perfect example of this. I used to work for a company called Centos, all right? So Centos, I used to sell uniforms, and you would have these big white box trucks that were constantly driving around, delivering uniforms 
platforms to these different industrial companies and flipping doormats, stuff like that. So each location of CentOS had a giant fleet of trucks. And these are big white trucks that we spent a lot of time, energy, and effort on maintaining and keeping clean, correct? So what bucket does this fall into? Customer retention, right? Maintaining the LTV, because if you're showing up in a really crappy truck and it's super dirty, how is the customer going to expect to have clean uniforms or clean floor mats? You get the picture. This also serves as a form of lead generation, lead flow, because essentially these trucks are rolling billboards for CentOS all across the country. And if you have a really crappy and dirty truck covered in mud, are you going to get a new customer from that? Probably not. So what happened was we had one of the drivers of the trucks start a side business where he went to my local GM. I can vouch for all of this. It happened right before my eyes. He went to the local GM and he said, hey, John, I've been noticing that we don't really have a process for cleaning and maintaining the appearance of the trucks and of the fleet. I understand that this is a problem. So what I want to do is I want to come in on the weekends and I want to spray down and wash all of these trucks for you each and every week so that every single Monday morning when everyone comes in, they have a really clean and pristine truck and it will help you with your lead flow and it'll help with customer retention. John said yes. And this guy started getting paid by CentOS for doing this. And then did it stop there? No, because who else has this problem? Everybody else with fleet trucks. So this guy started going around town and going and talking to all the different fleet shops that had trucks that had their big old name on them. And he said, hey, same problem, same solution. I'm already doing it down the street. Would love to do it for you guys on the weekend so that you don't even have to worry about it. But every Monday, your trucks are going to be nice, clean, and pristine. I got you. This guy's making hundreds of thousands of dollars on top of his W-2. Do you guys understand the practicality of what I'm saying? He started with a problem. And then he created a solution that was adjacent to his already established zone of competency within his W-2 of driving the truck. Second point I want to make about this is it was a specific problem, specific solution, because you do not want to be a generalist. You want to be the specialist. You want to niche down as far as possible. Remember the phrase, the riches are in the niches. So this guy wasn't worried about being a fleet mechanic or a fleet maintenance company. He just cared about being the best truck washer that he could be. So when you're only focused on one thing, it's exponentially easier and faster to become better at that than if you're really decent at a bunch of things. All right. This is an analogy about building this bridge to success island. You're on the shore and you're building this bridge to success island. And each bridge is a different strategy, like Airbnb investing, online business, starting a podcast. What most people do is they'll go and they'll do the Airbnb investing and they'll build the bridge out until it's halfway to Success Island and then they'll see somebody else doing flipping. And then they'll be like, oh, I need to go build that bridge. They go back to shore, they go back and they start building a new bridge, right? Over and over again to where you never have a successful, complete bridge, all right? I remember hearing this from Brandon Turner years ago and it really stuck with me and changed how I thought about business. Let me give some more examples on this to really drive this point home because we are not generalists, we are specialists. So you're not going to be a marketing expert, okay? You're going to be a Facebook ads expert. You're going to be an SEO expert. You're going to be a YouTube advertising expert. You're going to be a truck washing expert. You're going to be a copywriting or web design for small or medium businesses expert. It's all about positioning. Remember, you could have an online course that says workplace safety course. All right. And maybe you can get 20 bucks for that workplace safety course, or you can niche down. You can say an industrial workplace safety course. All right. Same course, 
but now maybe we can sell it for 100 bucks, 200 bucks. Then we niche down all the way to OSHA approved workplace safety seminar for welders. And then that course you can sell for $2,000. So you went from 20 to 200 to 2000. All right. Do you guys see what I'm saying? It supplies everywhere in every single avenue. One last example Action Academy community, right? Entrepreneurship mastermind. Eh, 20 bucks. Eh, it's, there's a bunch of entrepreneurship mastermind. Okay, cool. Let's niche down. Let's niche down. Real estate mastermind. There's a bunch of real estate masterminds everywhere, right? Okay, okay, okay. Let's niche down. What if it's entrepreneurship and real estate and cash flow businesses? Okay, cool. And now we're working on some some strategies here. This is getting a little bit more specific. Okay, okay, okay. But what if I packaged all of these as a solution to people with a specific problem? What if it was specifically solving the problem of somebody that's in the corporate W-2 job and they're looking to exit that? Because I know that these people have specific problems that aren't Googleable and that aren't readily available on the internet because I did it and I went there and I had domain expertise from accomplishing this. What if I packaged all of this as that solution? Ding, ding. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. And that now brings us to our third and final point, actually becoming the expert. <laughs> Back it up what you freaking say. If you're going to say you're the expert at X, Y, and Z, you better be the expert at X, Y, and Z. So let's do a quick summary of the first two points, and we'll go into detail about how to become the expert, okay? Remember that step one was identifying the problem and identifying a problem specifically that dealt with lead flow, all right, conversion, or customer retention. Those three buckets. Find something that directly impacts revenue to where you existing in that person's world will yield more revenue. So that way you can charge whatever you want. Because if you're dealing directly with revenue when you're a profit center, it's a no-brainer, right? Then step two is we're going to position ourselves at a very specific niche to solve that problem. We're not going to be a generalist. We're going to be a specialist. We're not going to be a doctor. We're going to be the freaking heart surgeon that wakes up and all they're doing today is two minutes worth of work. And the rest of their day revolves around getting ready and getting hype to come in and make that one or two incisions that is their specialty and that they've spent all their time, energy, and effort learning. All right. So we're going to position ourselves as a specific solution to a specific problem because the riches are in the what? The niches. So now we are here at step three, the third and final step to where now we have to make sure the audio matches the video because what are you if that doesn't work? You're a fake guru. You're full of crap. You're BS. You're not going to last, right? But that doesn't apply to any of you listening to this podcast. I already know that. So here's what you do. It all ties back together, baby. Because remember what I said in the very beginning of this episode? What do we invest our money in? Are we going to invest our money in the index funds? Are we going to invest our money into just doing one rental property per year? No, no. Now we have a specific problem. We have a specific niche solution that is somewhat adjacent to our already established zone of genius, all right? And we know that we want to be a specialist. We don't want to learn a bunch of stuff. We want to learn maybe one to three things to be really freaking good at. So now what do we do? We take that money, that $1,000, the $5,000, the $10,000 that we have saved up, and we are going to go and spend all of that on coaches, courses, and masterminds that will get you the income-producing skill set to be that person. 
So let's say that you work at a landscaping company and you've been over there for three years. Maybe you've got an office job at the landscaping company now and you're not working out in the field, but you have domain expertise in landscaping. You understand the environment and you understand to a degree, because we went through step one and step two, the problems that arise with lead flow for landscaping companies because they're hyper competitive, right? And you also happen to be interested in computers and websites and SEO. What you would do is now you are going to go spend, we'll call it five to $10,000 on SEO courses and SEO coaching. And you are going to be the leading specialist on SEO services for landscaping companies to where if a landscaping company doesn't use you for SEO, they're probably going to go out of business. They're going to get tanked by everyone else. This is your jam. All right. And then once you establish dominance in that field, then you can begin to niche out to other adjacent markets slowly but surely. And then you can expand your business. Okay. That is how you build an empire. That is the fastest way to grow massive gobs of revenue, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. This is how you do it. And say you spent $5,000 on an SEO coach or an SEO course, right? Which I like. I think it'd be difficult <laughs> to spend that much money on that. That's a lot of coaching courses right there, $5,000 on SEO. But let's say you spend that and then you're able to generate $50,000 in year one of revenue from being the SEO specialist, okay? That's a 10x return on your money. If you would have put that in the index fund, you would have returned maybe 10% at max. So you would have made 500 bucks off of 5,000 or you could do it like this. And now you have $50,000 and also a compounding skill set that only gets better and more profitable as time progresses. See what I'm saying? I want to reemphasize the importance of investing here because you can YouTube your way to competency, right? But what you're doing is you're buying the years and years of experience from other people. and You're condensing decades into days. That's how you become the specialist that's able to have the confidence to charge for a bunch of money. All right. In 2021, I spent $37,000 on courses, coaches, and mastermind. All right. That was in 2021. In 2022, I probably spent 90000 some odd. And this year, I already know that my business coach is going to cost me 100000 so we'll call it this year, probably about 300,000 in coaches, courses, and mastermind for me right now. So I'm able to be the best at what I do. And what I do is help you get the hell out of your job fast. All right. I want to get everyone out of their job within 12 months. That's my jam. I want to be the best in the world at doing that because I did it. And this is what I help people implement. I help people get passive income strategies through real estate, cash flow businesses, whatever have you, so that they develop their financial foundation. And then we go through this process to be able to find out what they're passionate about, what their zone of genius is, so we can create a business around that, solve a massive problem, make a boatload of money right off into the sunset. We can go Turks and Caicos together. Let's do it. I'll bring sunscreen. All right. We got this. So in closing, if that's your jam, you want to get out of your job? Action Academy community, this is literally the service I want to provide for you. But I'm agnostic to this. I want you to go spend your money on whatever best serves you. If you want to be the best YouTube editor, go pay money at a YouTube editing course. Go do something else. SEO, go do an SEO course. Be very specific with where you put your money. And that may not be with me. And that's perfectly fine. I want you to do what's best for you. Okay? So remember that. Go kill it this Monday. Stick around this week. We have some fantastic 
episodes coming up. Tomorrow is John Warlow, Built to Sell author. We're going to go over how to package your business to be able to exit for multiple seven to eight to nine figures. Sensational interview. And my one ask of all of you at this point is if you really enjoyed this episode and enjoyed these ideas and concepts, can you please send this to a couple of friends? Would be greatly appreciated. We got to share the show. Thanks, guys, and talk tomorrow. Hey, real quick, if you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it, so I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want, and I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.